So welcome to another episode of Fight the Burnout uh, with Chris. Today we have uh, we have Susanna or Susie as I call her. Um, she and I met way back again. Another one of my really good friends from Date with Destiny. So many cool people from Date with Destiny, and she does some amazing stuff with teaching and um, educating teachers as well as doing teaching itself. So again, as usual, instead of me going on and possibly getting things wrong, I'll, let, I'll hand it over to Susie and let you introduce yourself. Hi, so my name is Susanna, and yes, my friends call me Susie as well, and uh, I create educational resources for teachers, so my big thing is creating content. I love to create content, and I'm also still teaching as well. Oh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for that, Susie. So obviously, you, you, you create you know, educational stuff for teachers and that, and content. Um, how long have you been doing that for? A few years now. A few years now? Cool. Awesome. Um, now, obviously, we're talking about burnout today, and I know so many teachers that get burned out. So many. It's like cops. It's like all the first responders. I classify teachers as first responders because without them, we'd all be kind of screwed. Um, so what would you, you know, for you, what would you classify burnout as? Burnout, uh, burnout as a teacher is when you reach a point where you're getting physically sick to the point where it's really difficult to do your job. Okay, cool. And do you, you know, tell us about a time when you've had it. Like, tell us about so, it. sure. So one, so one of the things, so I started to get really sick and really sick and really sick and really sick. And one of the things that ended up by happening, one of the big things that stands out in my mind is one day I went to get my hair done at my hairdressers and uh he refused to do my hair he looked at my scalp and he said i think you have headlights and i said i, I don't think i have headlights and uh it turns out because my my scalp was full of red welts mm. and it turns out that it was just stress i went to the doctors afterwards and it was just stress and oh. so i started to get a lot of physical symptoms like i was like keeling over sick to my stomach every single solitary day at work. I had, um, I had what he thought was like, I had red welts on my head. I had a headache until July every single day. And I didn't realize that it was until the end of June after, till after school was done. I didn't realize that, Oh my God, this was just stress. I, I don't usually have a headache every day. Mm. So for me, it was a lot of physical symptoms. Uh, yeah, as and as we can tell, you know, from you know me interviewing lots of them, everybody has a different experience and a different definition of what burnout looks like for them. Um, so, okay, so what have you learned? What did you learn from that experience? You know, to to help yourself in the future to overcome it. Well, first off, to overcome, you know, how do how do you work through that? And then how do you still use those tools and stuff to prevent yourself from you know experiencing that again? So the biggest takeaway was self-care. I remember feeling like I was exhausted every single day and that I was never getting enough sleep. I get enough sleep now. That was really, really huge. And so really the big thing, the big takeaway is self-care. Like it is so crazy important just to do the self-care, whatever that means, like always going to bed on time and eating well and, and the exercise moving every single day, the movement's key, it's huge. Um, really, um, and then changing your mindset a lot, you know, focusing, making sure you're always focusing on the positive. The negative is always there and it will always exist. But to focus on the positive and get, you get more of it in life. Right. Was there a specific moment that you were like, oh my God, like, 
I just need to do this? Or how'd you, how'd you learn about it? Like, how'd you just, how'd you figure out that self-care was so important? How did I figure it out? Um, I remember being somewhere, I think I was at the doctor's office or something. And I just said, I'm just so tired all the time. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm never getting enough sleep. And then I realized later I was thinking the last couple of times I was here, I said the exact same thing. So I'm just not (laughs) taking care of myself. And then it just accumulates and accumulates until the point where then I was just getting physically sick. So what what do you do now to take care of yourself? Huge morning, massive morning routine, which completely changes everything. Um, so for me now, it's it's really um, every day I wake up, I meditate, then I prime, then I exercise. Um, often I will journal too, especially if I have something in my head, you know, I'm bugged about something, I will definitely journal. And every evening I, I do gratitude, I write in a gratitude journal. And so really like the daily stuff to take care of myself is huge. Yeah, yeah. So what's for, for people, you know, that say that are listening that don't quite know what priming is. I mean, I know what priming is. We were at David Destiny together and I, I, they concreted into you there. Um, what is it that you do to prime? So priming is like, prime is, so I literally listen to the Tony Robbins tape where he does like these arm things. I think it's called dragon breath in, in the, in, in another, in other people call it dragon breath. And so it just, brings energy into you and you focus on certain things to be to feel grateful for and the other thing is I use a lot of I am statements and so we can all feel like we're not good enough or we're not enough or we're not anything and so I use these I, I repeat I am statements every single day to reinforce what I do want in my life and what I do want to feel and I feel like it's really helpful I find them really really helpful Awesome. Awesome. So, okay. That's perfect. That's really cool. So uh, let me ask you, um, Susie, I'm going to call you Susie because that's just, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're, we're friends. We've known each other for a while. We've worked together. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. So do you have a, like, obviously you're still teaching now. So you'll yes. still have people that are around you and stuff. And also do you have a team that you work with at the moment with, you know, creating stuff or is it just you? Right now it's just me. Just you. So, so what would you say for, you know, for those listening that do have a team, what would you recommend them for, you know, obviously you don't have a team yet, but you have those that you work around. What do you do to help the people that are around you to be able to, you know, the, well, really the team around you that you teach with, how do you, you know, what do you do to help make sure that, you know, or give them tools and stuff so that they don't end up where you did? So often what ends up by happening is people will say, wow, you seem really happy today. And then I'll just say, I went for a run. I did yoga. I went for a walk. I, I meditated and then I did exercise. I will, so I will always tell them yeah. so that they know that it's not just by accident that I feel really happy and I'm up and I'm in a good mood. It's because I've, I've taken the time and put the effort into making sure that I'm on target every day. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, so you really enjoy teaching. I know you do. We've talked about this in the past and you enjoy creating that content so you can then help teachers to be able to teach more efficiently. Um, exactly. So what is it, you know, as you've known for a while, you know, um, I'm a huge why guy. I like to know what your why is, you know, your purpose. So what would you say it is that, you know, drives you, what is that why for you that drives you, you know, not just in the easy times, but also in the hard times? My why that drives me in the hard times 
when I really don't want to do anything and I really, it's like, I'm really struggling is, is I say to myself, I care about me. Mm. I care about me. I love me. No matter what else is going on, I love me and I care about me. And that's reason enough to get up and go and go for the walk. And because I care. Yeah. And if I don't care, who else is going to care? Yeah. So that was still, that drives you when you're creating content, when you're doing, you know, helping, you know, your teaching and all that as well. It's... So that drives me, the I care about me drives me when it comes time to taking, ter- taking care of myself. Yeah. What drives me uh, in order to create content is because the better that I get at it, the more that I can help other people. And so when I, um, when I left, so I left classroom teaching. When I left classroom teaching, I created four years of content mm-hmm. that took me hours and hours. And, and I spent so much time at it. And I thought, well, I only know a handful of people who are teaching the same thing that I could help. But like there are thousands of people out there wasting their weekends and their evenings and putting all their time and effort into something that I already made. And then I know that it covers exactly what needs to be covered and it's successful and the kids like it. So I want to make sure other people can have that. Like people, we don't need to constantly recreate the wheel. Let's get out there and just have this available so that it can help others. Mm, so it's all about, so when you're creating content and you're, 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 you're teaching that stuff and you're pushing it out there and you're, you know, sometimes when that's really difficult, your why would be, to make it easier for other people. Exactly. Mm, I like that. I like that. Um, so, so tell us, so tell us, tell us a little bit more about what you, what it is that you actually, you know, that you do and how you do it. So what I actually do, um, in my last few years of classroom teaching, I needed to start using, we all needed to start using technology in the classroom. We had technology, but we weren't really using it in the classroom very much. And, um, so what I started to do was PowerPoint. I started to create PowerPoint slides. Now, um, I, the first time I did it, I didn't even, I was, you know, I didn't even know how to create a PowerPoint slide. And I had this amazing group of kids that I loved and loved and loved. You know, some years you have like great kids and some years you have really great kids. I had a really great group of kids. And so I put like all this time and effort in my principal said, you have one week to start using technology in the classroom. I didn't know what to do. I put all my time and effort into it. And then I created uh, content that not only was educational, but used movement and dance and art and a lot of, a lot of things. And so when I showed it to my class, when I showed it to the kids, nobody said anything. And I was like, oh my God, please let them like it. Oh my God, please let them like it. Because I worked so hard on it. And nobody said anything. And eventually somebody said, Miss, can I get up and dance? to the video that was part of like this educational stuff I was teaching. And I said, sure. And then another and another and another. And then a pile of them were up dancing. And at the end, a bunch of kids in the class gave me a standing ovation. And I just like, I had tears in my eyes. And, and since then, like, I just loved to create content. I went and I learned, I became a graphic designer so that I can create really great content. And um, I just spent hours and hours and hours on it. It's just the thing I love to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so Susie, you know, you've got this massive passion for this, you know, you've gone through that burnout while you're, you know, teaching people, you know, teaching class and that. Now I know so many teachers. I mean, I've got my sister-in-law's a teacher, my, uh, my mother-in-law's a teacher. I've known so many different teachers and so much, so often they're literally going, oh, you know, 
I hate this, I hate that, all these different things. And, you know, I talked to him about their why, but coming from another teacher, if somebody is unsure of their why or say they've lost their why of teaching, you know, say they've been doing it for many, many years and maybe they've lost their why or purpose for what they're doing and, you know, they're just going there to pick up that paycheck, clip the ticket. What advice would you give them for figuring that why out so they can get back on tracking a bit back to loving what they do, what they, you know, what they, what, you know, the reason why they got into it. They love what they do. So one of the things Tony said once in a, in a seminar where he had a teacher who just said, you know, it was just the drudgery and the whatever was something about uh, to have her focus on building lifelong learners, like to have her remember what it is that brought her there in the beginning. Yeah. Why did you even become a teacher? Like, what was it about teaching that you really wanted to do? And so it's to to bring keep bringing that back and bringing that back and bringing that back to what it is, what was it that you were passionate about? And to remember that nowhere in life is going to be perfect. The 10% are always going to be there. You can spend your life focusing on the 10% and make your life a living hell, or you can focus on 90% and really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you did? I was always trying to focus on the ninety percent. That's awesome. Yeah, ten percent. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember that. I remember that. Um, that recording. I've heard that as well. Yeah, it was like it was like, why was it that you joined? The, why was it that you started becoming a teacher in the first place? And it was like this, this, and this. Okay, and you focus on that every single day. And what's the what's the identity that you tie yourself to? And I remember. It, she said initially she tied herself to like having to like babysit children. It was like far out. I wouldn't enjoy that. And then she did, changed it to actually, I forget exactly what it was, but it was literally like a gatekeeper of knowledge or something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. yeah. So, okay, cool. And so what would you, you know, what's the number one piece of advice that you'd give, you know, to listeners? Um, you know, we have people from all sorts of different types of listeners. Um, but what would be one piece of advice you'd give to listeners when it comes to teaching, you know, teaching, you know, either creating content to teach, you know, teaching to create content or just teaching in general, because obviously you have a lot of knowledge in that teaching side. Self-care. You Self must take it. So, so, and I, even now, you know, I, I work with older people as well. Um, and even now the big thing is, really if we were cars you would not work without gasoline mm. you must take care of yourself it's an absolute must it's absolutely necessary and whatever that means for you you know whether it's water or sleep or whatever or not pushing through and, and just working for five or six hours but getting up and taking breaks every hour whatever it is for you um that you know how to do it to take care of you or making sure your phone's in the other room and don't bring it into your bedroom and don't be looking at it and scrolling at it or getting it on every morning or constantly focusing on the negative news. Whatever your self-care is for you, you really do know what it is. And you need to do it. It's, an, uh, it's a must. Yeah. Now, obviously, we've got COVID going on right now where we're all isolated and I, I've talked to so many teachers and they're like, oh my God, you know, how do I do this? And now like here in New Zealand, they're going back to school next week, but not all kids have to go back. I have no idea how they're actually doing it, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I've done homeschool, but they're still here. They're actually still teaching the whole class. So the kids are actually in front of a computer the whole class time instead of just giving them lessons to do. And you can play this. That's what I had. 
you got these lessons you got to do, get them done as fast as you can and learn it all. <laughs> but what would you, what piece of advice would you give to teachers, you know, in these times at the moment that we have, because obviously they're different times than we've ever had before where kids aren't at school, but you're still having to teach them and you've got all this different stuff. So you have more time, but less time. What, what would you give, what kind of advice would you give to teachers for that? I would say get on Teachers Pay Teachers, which is where I sell my stuff. Get on Teachers Pay Teachers and buy the resource for, you know, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Really? Like, why kill yourself? It's already there. It's already done. Don't, don't, you know, don't kill yourself in recreating something that is already there. Yeah. Use what other people have done. Use what other people have done. Other people have walked the path before you. Let them help you. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, definitely use the knowledge from other people instead of trying to bust your gut, trying to create it yourself. Yeah, no, that's definitely right. So if somebody's looking at looking looking for your services, I think you may have just told us, but if somebody's looking for your services and they want to get in touch with you, pick your brain, talk about things, you know, pay you to help them, or even just buy what you've created, um, where where do they go? How do they get in touch? So, um, should I just leave an email address or it can be an email address. I'll punch it in. I'll, I'll drop, I'll drop it into, into the, into the, um, for the, uh, into the description below so that they have it so they can click on it, grab it and email or go to a website or whatever it is. However, is best for you. So, um, one, so if it's a teacher, I'm happy to have you take a look at my teacher store, teachers pay teachers. And my name is Susanna Prevost and Chris will include it. And then if you are creating a course and you want somebody to create um, on any type of a course and you want somebody to create your content for your online course, I'm more than happy to help. And I will give Chris, Chris my email address in the bottom so you can contact me directly. Awesome, cool. So it'll just be down in the, whether you're watching this video or you're listening to this, um, it'll be down in the, in the comments, you know, the description of what this podcast is all about. Um, Last question. I like to ask everybody this question. What is one thing you would tell viewers to help prevent, or even if they're already currently in a burnout stage, um, what would it, what would be the one thing you would tell viewers uh, to prevent or counter burnout? Um, number one, I would say listen to your body, but I would include another one. Meaning, movement, and visualization. So whatever meaning you give a situation is how you're going to see it. So a glass can fall and break. Do you see that as a, hor a horrible, bad, tragic thing? Or do you just see that as the action of a glass fell and broke? Right? So you decide on the meaning of anything. Movement, no matter what's happening to you, if you're in a bad state, if you're in a bad mood, you must move. Movement will get you out of it. It will get you out of your head. Reach out. And then visualization, really. Visualize what it is you do want. Visualize the great, wonderful day that you do want to have every day. Visualize your goals. Visualize your dreams. So those would be my big things, especially if you feel like you're in a, move, you're in a burnout. Listen to your body. If you need to rest, rest. Mm. And then if you're in your head and, and really upset, move. You must move every day. Uh, I love that. Yeah. As, as you know, my story, you know, I was burned out quite bad, you know, in the place and that went off and did a motorcycle trip around the U S because with the counselor's help, I figured out that that's what I needed to do. I needed to reset like a big shock to the system. And yeah, it was literally, that's what that, that whole trip for, you know, it forced me to focus on the here and the now, 
not take, not create that story around everything that's going on and forced me to, to move, to get, you know, to do the things that I knew I needed to do, like going and talking to people and not hermiting in when I'm not a hermit, you know? Yeah. Now that's, that's, that's amazing tips. So, you know, again, remember it's meaning, what was it? Meaning, move and visualization. Meaning, move and visualization. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no, that's definitely, you know, big thing. Is there anything else that you want to let our viewers know, Susie? Water and sleep. <laughs> water and sleep. Water, sleep, self-care. You must sleep it up every day. Yeah, water, sleep, and self-care. Awesome, Susie. Well, thank, thanks again for being on the show. Um, I know I got a lot out of that. It's good to you know hear things, even things that I already preach and I already do. It's good to hear it concreted in, but also learn new things like the, you know, um, the the self-care, you know, I'm a huge advocate for it as well as the, the, the visualization. I talk about that a lot, but you know, just how you concrete it in there and just how important it actually is, is something that, um, that stuck out real, real hardcore for me. Um, again, everybody who's listening or watching, you know, like, subscribe, comment, give us a review, let us know what you thought, who you'd like us to interview. You know, we always want to know, you know, who you guys want to listen to as well as, you know, um, you know, leave a comment, just let us know how you liked it. Uh, but remember every Friday, New Zealand time, we launch a new, we drop a new episode and, you know, maybe we'll start doing more depending on how many people we get interviewing, but it is every, every, every Friday morning, New Zealand time. And until the next one, remember keep yourself safe, keep yourself healthy. And as Susie said, take care of yourself because you're the most important person out there.